Fourth in our stress series, digestive system and stress. During fight or flight or sympathetic responses, resources are redirected from several systems in the body, including the digestive system, to the muscles and respiratory system. Times of fighting or running are not times to be worrying about digesting food. That can wait. But with chronic stress, where the relaxation phase or the parasympathetic system is rarely activated, how does it affect the digestive system in the long run? The digestive system, also called gastrointestinal tract, does more than just digestion. The digestive system's role is separated into four parts, ingestion, digestion, absorption, and defecation. The fact that the digestive system has these roles are also show that it is made up of more than just our stomach. It also includes the mouth, esophagus, stomach, intestines, both small and large, as well as the colon and anus. An intimate relationship exists between the digestive system, most importantly the stomach, and the nervous system. The stomach is also called the second brain because it holds the most nerve cells compared to other systems in the body and therefore has a direct link to the brain. This also alludes to the challenge of identifying cause and effect. Does stress cause digestive disorders or do digestive disorders cause stress and emotional disorders? Many of the relationships or links in the body are rarely one way. It's safe to assume that both occur. During a stress response, muscles in the body contract, shortening and tightening in order to get ready for fight or flight. This is no different in the digestive system. During stress, muscles along the intestines, stomach and esophagus also contract. How does food move smoothly and comfortably through the, di through the system when it is being impeded by tight spaces along the digestive tract? It can't. The common result or problem is indigestion. Another problem that can occur with slow digestion is constipation. When food moves through the digestive tract too slowly, the colon has a tendency to absorb too much water during that time, resulting in hard and dry feces. The result is painful bowel movements and excretion of feces. Another response of stress is an increase in stomach acid. The production of gastric acid is regulated by the autonomous nervous system. The Anatomy of Stress article mentions how this system contains the sympathetic and parasympathetic division. With an increase in stress, there is an increase in stomach acid. When this increase in gastric acid is prolonged by chronic stress, it can contribute to heartburn and gastroesophageal reflux disease, also called acid reflux disease. There are other contributors to heartburn such as spicy foods and foods high in acidity. As mentioned in the beginning of the article, stress and digestive problems can go both ways. Heartburn can cause pain in the chest, stomach, and bowel. Acid reflux disease can also cause pain when swallowing foods. These responses contribute to increased anxiety and stress, which in turn increases even more stomach acid. The process becomes cyclical. Stress also produces numerous hormones, all corresponding to different systems in the body, including the digestive system. Some of these hormones will cause the stomach to feel full and even nauseating. Ever wonder why right before a stressful event such as a business preparation or exam, you are unable to eat? A person shouldn't eat while running or fighting, therefore, hormones are produced to prevent this hunger. Some other hormones, though, might cause cravings once the stress is somewhat alleviated, hence why some people turn to comfort foods in times of stress. Once the initial danger or the sympathetic response is gone, there is a need to quickly replenish the body before the next stress reaction. Therefore, hormones are produced for a quick and focused craving. People with chronic stress will have frequent mixed periods of skipping meals, cravings, and eating little to large portions of food. This type of schedule can further contribute to negatively affecting insulin levels, hypo or hyperglycemia, and diabetes, weight gain, and thyroid to name a few. The key to having a healthy digestive system is quite simple but hard to practice in our culture of busy schedules, 
random routines, chronic stress, and poor diet. But the cost of not practicing is a slew of disorders and illnesses that can develop as well as the financial cost of these diseases. Here are some simple tips to maintain a healthy digestive system. Do not eat on the run. Sit down and actually enjoy the food you are eating. Second, avoid foods that upset your stomach. Know what you can handle and can't handle and listen to your body. Third, relax before, during, and after you eat. Take a five minute breather or to meditate, read, close the eyes, or stretch. About 30 minutes after the meal, go for an easy leisurely walk outside. Fourth, if you are stressed, don't eat too much. Wait until you are able to enjoy the food or grab a protein shake for on-the-go meals. Fifth, try to have a routine for when you eat breakfast, lunch, and di dinner, even if it's a protein shake. Try not to skip meals or eat at random times throughout the week. Eat foods that feel good, not only emotionally, but also good for the stomach. And finally, de-stress. Relax the muscles in the body. Exercise, walk, yoga, meditation, listening to calm music, reading a non-stressful book, breathing exercises, and meaningful mini-vacations for the self, such as going to the bookstore, watching favorite movies, etc.